0: Hello, hello, hello! Thank you so much for listening to the hashtag Create Your Earth Life podcast with myself, your host, Genesis Staples. And today we are doing day 25 of Bible study finally. I am so sorry, you guys, that I am behind. I planned on doing a Bible study every single day in January, and that just did not work out. Um, So I am going to finish the Bible study, and I'm going to try to post a few episodes in the next few days. So today is day 25. And I hope that you've been reading the Bible, even though I haven't been here uh, doing it with you, because I am also reading, I'm also doing another Bible study, and I'm reading The Armor of God by Priscilla Shear, and she is talking about how important the armor of God is. And the armor of God is, excuse me, is praying and reading the Bible, and not just reading the Bible, but like like. Your actions show God that you love him. So it's not just like, oh, um, I'm going to read the Bible and pray. But like you are like following the Bible and like letting it change you. Um, And she just talks about how important it is to do that. And I try to wake up every single day and read the Bible first thing before I do anything because um, I am like, <laughs> I start, I have a TikTok now. You guys should check it out because I um, I do little tiny Bible studies. There's only 60 seconds. You can do them, but I do a little like three things I learned from Bible study today and I'll I'll share um, and people are seeming to like it. Two of the videos um, haven't gone like, viral, but have gotten like 5,000 views and people just seem to like these little tiny Bible studies. They learn a little bit. And um, they learn about defeating, not defeating, but like protecting yourself from the enemy. And one example the other day that Priscilla had was that um, she was going on vacation with her family and she took everything out of her fridge and threw it away um, so it didn't go bad. But she forgot about the fruit on the counter. And so it was already going bad, but she forgot it there, left it for 10 days. And then when she came back, you can imagine it was covered in fruit flies. She had fruit flies all through her house, all over the, all over the kitchen in that area. Um, so she didn't invite the fruit flies in, but she made an environment that it that welcomed them in on their own. And she talks about like, that's what happens with the enemy. If our life and our environment and our body and our, our heart uh, is not with God, is not with the word then we are just inviting the enemy in not intentionally, but it's happening. Um, so that's why it's so important to read your Bible and to pray and to surround yourself with the word of God, people that are Christians. And of course I have people and friends in my life that are Christian, but they, uh, you know, aren't like reading the Bible or they're not Christians, you know, whatever. Uh, but you will actually notice, I noticed this the other day, like I am not like other people. Like I'm out in the community and I'm like, I am different. Like I, and then, you know, of course you're different when you're, um, you know, you're, when you have God, when you have the Holy Spirit inside of you, because you are not of this world. The Bible tells you, you are not of this world. Um, so it's really cool, like noticing like, oh, I really am not of this world. Anyways done with my little spiel. Let's start Bible study. Day 25, Jesus comforts his disciples. Yeah. Jesus comforts his disciples. Sorry. I thought I was reading it wrong. I have my glasses on today. So, and it is John 14 verse one through 1633. So book of John Chapter 14, verse 1 through chapter 16, verse 33. Let's start with the prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for all that you do. Thank you for your word, your wisdom, your love, your grace, your mercy, your forgiveness. Thank you for this platform so I can share your word and I can connect with others and I can help build a community that is strong in your word and pushes away the enemy and is able to live the life that you would like us to. Today, I ask that you open our eyes so that we can read the word and understand it the way you would like us to, and that we will gain knowledge and wisdom that you would like us to share with others. Thank you, God, so much. Amen. Alright guys let's see so again John fourteen one let's start there Here we are The way the truth and the life let not your heart be troubled you believe in God believe also in me in my father's house are many mansions if it were not so I would have told you I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am there, you may be also. And where I go, you know, in the way you know. I love that. I was listening to a um, pastor the other day, and he kind of explained it like every time someone's saved, Jesus is just like up in heaven, like building mansions. Like every time someone's saved, he's like, oh, another mansion to build. I just love that. I love thinking about that. And also it makes uh, dying not so scary because it's like when I die, like I know I'm going to heaven and I'm going to have a mansion up there with God. And like, how beautiful is that? All right. Thomas said to him, Lord, we do not know where you are going. And how can we know the way? Jesus said to him, I am the way, the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. The father revealed, if you had known me, you would... Would have known my father also, and from now on you know him and have seen him. Philip said to him, Lord, show us the father, and it is sufficient for us. Jesus said to him, Have I been with you so long, and yet you have not known me, Philip? He who has seen me has seen the Father. So how can you say, show us the Father? Do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak to you, I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does the works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. the answered prayer. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also, and greater works than these, he will do. Because I go to my Father, and whatever you ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you ask anything in my name, I will do it. Jesus promises another helper. If you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father and he will, will give you another helper that he may abide you forever the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him but you know him for he dwells with you and will be in you i will not leave you orphans i will come to you sorry it's taking me forever to get to the next page here we go In dwelling of the Father and the Son, a little while longer, and the world will see me no more. But you will see me because I live, you will live also. At that day, you will know that I am in my Father, and you in me, and I in you. He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. So one thing I wrote down um, in my notes is, The I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. I love that. Like, no one is going through to God except through Jesus. And this is Jesus' word, like, right here. These are his words. Um, So keep that in mind. I love that. And then, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word, and my Father will love him, and we will come to him and make our home with him he who does not love me does not keep my words and the word which you hear is not mine, but the father's who sent me. So he's saying, uh, I'm not sure if we actually, I think we're about to get to that part, but, um, what he's saying is, you know, if you love me, then you love my father and my father will love you. But if you don't love me, like these are still my father's words. Okay. Back to reading Judas, Not Iscariot said to him, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not to the world? Jesus answered and said to him, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word and my father will love him. And we will come to him and make our home with him. He who does not love me does not keep my words and the word which you hear is not mine, but the father's who sent me the gift of his peace, these things I have spoken to you while being present with you, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to you remembrance all things that I said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Excuse me. You have heard me say to you, I am going away and coming back to you. If you loved me, you would rejoice because I said, I am going to the Father, for my Father is greater than I. And now I have told you, because it comes, that when it does come to pass, you may believe. I will no longer talk much with you, for the ruler of the world is coming, and he has nothing in me. But, But that the world may know that I love the Father, and as the Father gave me commandments, so I do arise. Let us go from there. Um, So what he means uh, for the ruler of the world is coming and he has nothing in me. What he's saying is Satan. He has control over the world and more believers um, and non-believers. So he has control over the world and non-believers and so that's where it comes in where he says, remember, you are not of this world because the people of this world are being controlled by Satan, but we're here, but we're not of this world because we have the Holy Spirit inside of us. Um, so when you get closer and closer to God, you will probably realize, oh, like I really am not from this world. It's not even like a a, a state of thinking or maybe it is such a state of thinking that it changes you because I mean, God does say he's going to... Uh, change your way of thinking. So I don't know, maybe it is that, but literally get really close to God, keep reading the Bible, keep praying. And then, you know, being in a pandemic, you're inside all the time and you're able to surround yourself with uh, the word and Christian things. Like I'm on Christian TikTok and I follow Christian stuff on Instagram and like all this stuff. Uh, And then I go into the world and I'm like, oh, like I am not from here. Like this is, this is much different from who I am and my morals and whatnot. Also, he talks about following the Ten Commandments, and I know a lot of people know what they are, but I'm going to go over them real quickly right now, or actually, I'll go over them at the end so we can kind of talk about, like, are, are, are these some things that we need to change in our lives or whatnot? So, yeah. Let's just keep reading. Okay. The True Vine. Oh, I love this one. I love this. I am the True Vine, and my father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes, that it may bear more fruit. You are already clean because of the word which I've spoken to you. You hear that? You're already clean. You know, once you're saved by Jesus, your slate is cleaned. He has forgiven you. And that's why it's so important to forgive others because Jesus forgives us from all our sins. Okay. Abide in me and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine, neither can you unless you abide in me. I am the vine. You are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit for whatever, for without me, you can do nothing. If anyone does not abide in me, He is cast out as a branch and is withered, and they gather them and throw them into the fire, and they are burned. If you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire, and it shall be done for you. By this my Father is glorified, that you bear much fruit, so you will be my disciples." Love and joy perfected. As the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, you will abide in my love. Just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abided His love, these things I have spoken to you that my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment that you love one another as I have loved you. Greater love has no one that this than to lay down one's life for his friends. You are my friends if you do whatever I command you. No longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing. But I have called you friends, for all things that I heard from my Father I have made known to you. You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit, and that your fruit should remain, that whatever you ask the Father in my name, he may give you. These things I command you that you love one another. The world's hatred. If the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. You hear that? We're not of this world, which means some people are going to hate us. I share stuff on social media, and people, I've gotten called names. Um, I've been told, like, why are you talking about Jesus is a fictional character? Uh, all these things, and I just, say you know, I, I don't even get heated about it anymore. I just respond to say, I'm praying for you. Sometimes people say, don't pray for me. And I'm like, okay, like... I still do, and I just give it to God. I just say, "Hey, I want to pray for this person." They told me not to, but you do what you need to do with it. Uh, if if you don't want to do anything because they said not to pray, then don't. And if you do want to do something, do it. Um, but I do truly believe that I'm going, to, I'm going to keep spreading the word and I'm going to keep sharing things on social media, even if I get bad feedback, because I truly believe in planting seeds. So I think, um, you know, I could be planting a seed in a non-believer, even if they're like talking badly back to me or whatever, or like responding badly. I truly believe that, you know, if something could happen in their life and it could connect back to that post or something I've said to them, and then they could be like, oh, wow, and have a change of heart. But I think with God, anything's possible. But okay. The world's hatred. If the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If you are of the world, the world would love its own. Yet because you are not of the world, but I choose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. Remember the word that I said to you. A servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, they will keep yours also. But all these things they will do to you For my name's sake, because they do not know him who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would have no sin, but now they have no excuse for their sin. He who hates me hates my father also. If I had not done among them the works which no one else did, they would have no sin, but now they have seen and also hated both me and my father. But this happened that the word might be fulfilled which is written in their law. They hated me without a cause. The coming rejection. But when the Helper comes, whom I shall send to you from the Father, the Spirit of truth who proceeds from the Father, he will testify of me. And you also will bear witness, because you have been with me from the beginning. All right. We're going to verse 33, I'm starting right now in chapter 16. These things I have spoken to you, that you should not be made to stumble. They will pull you out of the synagogues. Yes, the time is coming that whoever kills you will think that he offers God service. And these things they will do to you, because they have not known the Father nor me. But these things I have told you that when the time comes you may remember that I told you of them. And these things I did not say to you at the beginning, because I was with you. The work of the Holy Spirit. But now I go away to him Who sent me? And none of you asked me where are you going. But because I have said that these these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth: it is to your advantage that I go away, for if I do not go away, the Helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you, and when he has come, he will convict the world of sin and of righteousness and of judgment. Of sin, because they do not believe in me. Of righteousness, because I go to my Father and see me no more. Of judgment, because the ruler of this world is judged. I still have many things to say to you, but cannot bear them now. However, when he, the Spirit of truth, has come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak on his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak, and he will tell you things to come. He will glorify me, for he will take... Of what is mine, and declare it to you. All things that the Father has are mine. Therefore I said that He will take of mine, and declare it to you. Sorrow will turn to joy. A little while, and you will not see me, and again, a little while, and you will see me, because I go to the Father. Then some of His disciples said among themselves, What is this that He says to us? A little while, and you will not see me, and again, a little while, and you will see me, and because I go to the Father. They said, therefore, what is this that he says? A little while? We do not know what he is saying. Now Jesus knew that they desired to ask him. And he said to them, Are you inquiring among yourselves about what I said? A little while, and you will not see me. And again, a little while, and you will see me. Most assuredly, I say to you that you will weep and lament. And lament means, let me look it up. It means a passionate expression of grief or sorrow. So you will weep and lament, but the world will rejoice and you will be sorrowful, but your sorrow will be turned into joy. A woman, when she is in labor, has sorrow because her hour has come. But as soon as she has given birth to the the child, she no longer remembers the anguish for joy the human being has been born into the world. Excuse me. That is so true. I'm going to reread that. A woman, when she is in labor, has sorrow because her hour has come. But as soon as she has given birth to the child, she no longer remembers the anguish for joy that a human being has been born into the world. Oh, I remember that with my son. It was so painful. And it was like, is this ever going to end? And this is the worst. And it was so long, such a long labor and birth. And then once he was here, it was like, I completely forgot about it. Like the second I saw him and held him, I was like, I don't even remember being in pain. So I can relate to that. Therefore, you now have sorrow, but I will see you again and your heart will rejoice and your joy, joy, no one will take from you. And in that day, you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly, I say to you, whatever you ask the father in my name, he will give you until now. You have asked nothing in my name. Ask and you will receive that your joy may be full. Jesus Christ has overcome the world. These things I have spoken to you in figurative language, but the time is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figurative language, but it will tell you plainly about the Father. In that day you will ask in my name, and I do not say to you that I shall pray the Father for you. For the Father himself loves you, because you have loved me, and have believed that I came forth from God. I came forth from the Father and have come into the world. Again, I leave the world and go to the Father." His disciples said to him, "See now you are speaking cleanly and using no figure of speech. Now we are sure that you know all things and have no need that any one should question you. By this, we would believe that you come forth from God." Jesus answered them. Do you now believe indeed the hour is coming? Yes, has now come that you will be scattered each to his own and will leave me alone. And yet I am not alone because the father is with me. These things I've spoken to you that in me, you may have peace in the world. You will have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have overcome the world. Ah, I love that. All right. So let's go over the 10 commandments. Um, Because I think this is something like, I think these are really important to memorize and I haven't done it yet. So like it's something I'm working on, but here they are. I am the Lord, your God. So the first one is I am the Lord, your God. The second one is you shall have no other God. So first one, believe that this is the one true God, the only God. Second, do not believe in any other gods. Third, no idolizing anything other than God. So that's a problem of mine. Um, I think idolization is like, it's not worshiping something else, but it's it's putting something before God. And I do get like addicted to my phone and social media and stuff like that. So something I'm personally working on is every single day I start my day with the Bible. Like I'll get something to eat or get a drink sometimes first, but like before I go on social media, before I go on that thing that I worry that I'm idolizing, I get God's word in. I pray before I leave my bed every day. I pray and then read the Bible um, and go from there. Number four, don't say the Lord's name in vain, which, um, is something I'm working on because it's kind of habitual, you know, for so long you, you say, you know, the, the common phrase, like, oh my, you know? And, um, so I catch myself now. I'm like, oh my goodness, you know, or I just even try not even say that, but it's a work in progress. Honor the Sabbath day. That also is work in progress because I'm always trying to do my podcasts and whatnot. So I am really working on you know Sundays not doing anything but spending time with family, worshiping God. Number six, honor your mother and father. Um, this also can be a struggle for me. I have a great relationship with my father, but not a great one with my mother. Um, so that's a work in progress. Number seven, do not murder. That's not a problem for me. <laughs> uh, number eight, which actually I am not making fun because there are people that go to prison for murder and then they find God in there. So that is, you know, God. God does amazing things. Number eight, do not steal. Number nine, do not lie about others so don't gossip and make up stuff about other people. Number 10, you should not have desire for other things for others things. So, um, you know, if someone has a big house and a car and lots of money, we're not going to be like, Oh man, like wishing that we had those things. Um, because we should be really grateful for all that God has given us and be trusting that he has more for our journey, more for, more for the plan that he has for us. He is more coming our way. Um, for what we need. It's not always going to be above and beyond. He's going to give us what we need and he's going to bless us with the the things we need. Um, When we ask for what we want, we're not always going to get what we want and there's going to be a reason why. But you know, sometimes he does give us what we want. Like I, you know, for our faith should be strong, whether we have signs or not of uh, God, like constantly doing things. But sometimes I'm just like getting to this place where I'm like, I need a sign, God, like, please help me give me a sign that I am on the right path. I'm doing what you want me to do. And the next day he always gives me a sign. Um, so yeah. Okay. And then the part where they talked about vines. So where he, where Jesus talks about the vines and he said, he talks about vines that do not bear fruit. So you get rid of those vines and then the vines that need to be pruned, which you keep and you grow. So vines that do not give fruit, what are things in your life that you can give up that are not not of God's word? Um, do you have sexual temptation? Are you unforgiving? Do you not forgive others? Uh, do you gossip? And like, Sometimes it's confusing because sometimes you could just be like, someone could be like, oh, how's this person doing? And then you tell them how they're doing, like, good, bad, this is what's going on in their life. And then there's sometimes there's like, oh my goodness, like, blah, 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 did this and that. And like, so you have to figure out what is even gossiping and go from there. Uh, do you judge others? Um, do you have fear? Because even having fear, you know, you can rely on God and you pray to God, Um Uh, do you believe that God is the one true God? Are you idolizing anything? Uh, if you have an addiction, that could be a way of idolizing something else other than God. Um, do you say his name in vain? Do you take a day off? Do you have a Sabbath day? Do you honor your mother and father? Um, do you steal? Do you lie? Do you wish you had other things that others have? Um, those are all vines that do not bear fruit and that you can get rid of in your life. And then vines that you should prune and you should grow, Um, love, uh, reading the word and sharing the word, helping people, prayer, uh, starting a family, all those things. Um, And I'm sure there's others you can think about in your life and include, but I think it's awesome if you want to actually see a change in yourself, uh, give your heart to Jesus, pray, pray. Read the Bible and then based off the Bible, either prune some vines or get rid of some vines, you know? All right, guys. I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, As usual, if you're on iTunes, please leave me a review. And if you haven't checked out my Etsy shop, check it out. I will leave the information in the bio of this summary, whatever. And I hope you guys have the best day ever. God bless you.